Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm your host and moderator, Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. I'm Tundale Gunlana. We want to ask you the question today. You know, at Disruption Now, we always like to pose questions that make you think that disrupt common narratives and constructs. So the question we have today is, is American values for sale? Is this something we really believe in? Or is it really just about money? I bring that up because I want to talk about China, and I want to talk about Trump, and I want to talk about basketball. All those things seem like they may be not even connected, but follow me, they do. So you might have heard in the news, the GM of the Rockets sent out a tweet. You got to be careful with those tweets because they, they, get, they get caught pretty quick. He sent out a tweet seemingly to support uh, the protest in Hong Kong. So there's been protests in Hong Kong for a long time, and not for a long time, but for the last few months in China, protesting, wanting freedom, fighting dedicated, for American... Dedicated. Dedicated. Dedicated, too. I mean, real, really fighting. They've been in the street. They've been shutting down airports, shutting down businesses, yeah. fighting for the principles that America... Is founded on freedom of expression, you know, just to, just just the ability to speak, freedom of press, all those things. They want those rights. They're used to those rights because they they used to have them pre-China, and so they've been fighting for it. They've been fighting for it very very hard, and so there's been a lot of sentiment here in America that we want to we want to support them at least verbally. So the GM sent this out thinking like you know I want to I want to support freedom of expression, but man. He forgot that it's about money in the NBA. It's about money in America sometimes first. And China responded. Now, China is a huge, huge global partner for the NBA. And by the way, side note, <clears throat> I've been to China. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole long, but they love basketball. And let me say, I'm a tall African-American man. So when I was there, I had to stay. I had to, we had to give ourselves another hour because people would ask me for my autograph and assume, you know, I'm a tall black man, so I got to be a basketball player. Anyway, <laughs> they love basketball. You just got to trust me on this. It's true. Talk to somebody from China. They love it. They love it. They love it. <clears throat> so the NBA sees a natural expansion here. You're talking about over a billion people that love basketball. There's a lot. There are billions to be made. And they see the opportunity. They say cha-ching. The same opportunity that multinational corporations have seen in China and have made a lot of money off of. And now the NBA wants to extend that. So China was not happy about that tweet. They were so unhappy that they said, we're going to cancel these games. And we're not sure if we're going to go forward with our partnership. And guess what the GM did? He did, do you think he do you think he said, I, well, I'm going to stick by my principles and fight for freedom of expression? Nah, reverse course quickly, and all of a sudden it was like we didn't mean to offend. I'm sorry, I take it all back. That's pretty much what he said. So I have a question in in, in America right now. Are our values for sale? Is it really more important for us to make money, or is it important to fight for the principles of America first? What do you guys think, James? The, the, America's values are, it is the dollar, you know, like, and we've tried to justify it, you know, throughout history, um, you know, like even with China, you know, like our stated belief was that bringing, you know, our country companies over there, bringing, showing them our way of life would lead them to want to 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 have you know freedom of speech and, and types of things that we believe and we bring our values to them, um, but that's not the case. You know they they've been authoritarian for seventy years. You know and you know our presidents you know congratulating them on that. Yep. Um, you know and they've but shown they, by the way you can make money. This is this is something that I think is important. They've shown you can make money without a democracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, because democracy, you know, and, and the American, you know, like the American system, you know, in terms of constitutional protections for unpopular things is an exception. You know, that's not how the world operates normally. The world out normally operates where, you know, unpopular stuff gets, you know, 
Crushed. murdered or yeah, exactly like put to the side or, you know, at best. And so, you know, which China, is what's happening in China. Yeah. So China, you know, and their authoritarian state um, has they, they have an economic system that, that they've been able to make a lot of money and grow an economy very strongly and use our technology, you use our companies um, and, and our people have been able to make a lot of money on this. And, and yes, obviously, that's value. And Maury's tweet was very simple. It was fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. And from that, from that, just that. And he deleted it, you know, shortly thereafter. Yeah. And China has not let it go. I mean, presumably they want him fired, you know, like because they've applied like right after that, the owner came and said, hey, he does not speak for us. Um, you know, it, that's not, you know, that's not what you know, we, we believe we're, we're, you don't want to offend anybody. He came back later with an apology, but China's still canceling games. China is serious about this. They don't want. Oh yeah, want, they're serious. I mean, yeah, they, they do not want. It's what you happens know, when you have an authoritarian government. They can do Exactly. You like have that. to crush dissent quickly and, and severely. Like you can't have this type of thing because if they let this go, then, then their people will start seeing this. They censor, you know, obviously there's a Correct. lot of censorship going on there. They tell the, the, the government tells the people anything that the government doesn't like, they say it's not legitimate, you know, because that's how authoritarian states work. You know, I don't know if that's familiar to anybody in terms of how like our government works now, you know, anything that they don't like is, is fake, but that's how authoritarian yep. states work. So, you know, the information, who people get information from is very important. And so if people see that Hong Kong is fighting for freedom because in mainland China, they're considered separatists. They're not fighting for yeah. freedom, you know, because censorship has a lot, not allowed people to find out what's going on. Anything Correct. that comes in saying that is decried as fake news. So yeah, yeah our, our value is money. I mean, that's the thing. So it's, this is America showing its values. Uh, we don't believe in freedom so, of speech. So you think we if, don't really believe in this if it, if it gets in the way of money? No, no. They, people believe in money. People believe in power. Um, and, and that's it. Like it's we're OK with a, doing a, our biggest ally in the Middle East is Saudi Arabia. Fair they're enough. Journalists. Fair enough. Yeah. And they're adopting the same that, language. Remember, yeah. they Thank just news. allowed women to drive for the first time in 2018, Saudi Arabia. So yeah, they've been a little like, bit we've been backwards. <laughs> no, you're right. You, you know, tune day, you look at Saudi well, Arabia. I mean, yeah, That's let me jump point. in because I agree with everything that was said and, and it made me realize too, I think sometimes we misunderstand the difference between a an economic system and a political system in this country. Yeah. Meaning yeah. we get caught up with communism, capitalism, socialism. China's capitalists, they got I think two different stock markets within China. Yeah. Um, you know, all that stuff. They obviously make a lot, you know, make billionaires and and, and all that. But you can have a capitalist system under an authoritarian regime, just like Correct. you can have sure a can. system with a capitalist economic, you know, democratic political system and capitalism is the economic system. So, um, and vice versa, you can have a socialist system that's that's authoritarian or um, democratic. So it's, 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 but what this really pointed to me was a little bit more of, of maybe China's insecurity and weakness as a country uh, on this topic specifically. Really? Okay. As an authoritarian, okay. because for China to react like this, I mean, this is a very emotional, fast reaction for something. When I, first of all, the guy's the GM of the Houston Rockets. I mean, we're not talking about- The most about, popular basketball team no, in China. I understand it's the yeah. most popular basketball team, but he's the GM, he's a guy that's not, he's not James Harden. But do you Harden. see what's going on in Hong Kong though? I mean, they're and, shutting down everything. No, I, mean, I, don't I know, know, but- they're. But I mean, they're worried. Well, no, but hold on, let him finish though, because I, 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 well, I would like to, to respond to this point. Okay, so my <laughs> point is, is that He's not the most outfront guy, even though I, I do understand that the Houston Rockets are the most popular team there. Is he's not the commissioner? He's not a star player. He's not someone that has 
is well known to people in China, I'm sure, the GM of the team. So, and, and when I saw his tweet after a few days of hearing about it, I was like, damn, that's it? Like, so what it showed me is, what it showed me from an authoritarian regime's perspective, I can understand their concern, which is, oh my God, we've got 300 million fans of NBA in our country. The Houston Rockets are the most popular team. And this guy just put on blast that he's supporting the people in Hong Kong. This might not good, go good for us on mainland here. And I would assume- Also that they're, they're fighting for freedom. Correct, but, but I would also assume, I'm just gonna assume this one because I got no knowledge of it, that the current situation with the trade war and all that that's going on right now in the fourth quarter of 2019 is also kind of just bothering them. So I think this might've been one of those things where it's like, you know what? We're taking it from all angles from America. And this one was one where they could control it a bit, unlike stuff with the administration and the bigger business negotiations. This one was easy for them to say, all right, we're just going to now do our knee-jerk reaction. No more NBA. We're going to you know, get rid of all this. You guys you know, violated our trust, and now they're going to act like they're so upset. So to me, it kind of showed a little bit more about them in that moment. Like, whoa, you guys – that's sensitive. You must be worried about this Hong Kong thing spilling over into the mainland. Well, well, no, but see, you misunderstand how authoritarian regimes maintain their grip. No, you know, like, like they can, uh, they have just to suppress. Um, my 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 comment understands that. That's my point. Well, but then, but that's how you stop how to to someone else talking about us like that by totally shutting them off. Like you said, we're about money. We'd be like, no, 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 no but see, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm what you misunderstand. They're about doing, power. You have to understand that if you like, you have to set an example on if you're an authoritarian state and anyone of any influence steps out of line, you have to set an example. You have to go overboard so that the next person doesn't do it. If they oh, say, oh, this isn't that's that big of a deal, then it's James Harden does it next. But that's or, you know, Yao Ming does it. And so they, yep. they, this, this isn't weakness. This is how you, this is textbook when you're an authoritarian state, when, when you have any kind of dissident going on, you have to crush it immediately. And, 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 so and you have to make sure that nobody else follows along in that path. Yeah, I so agree. That's all they're doing. They're just running the playbook. This is the same thing, you know, for any authoritarian state. This is how they deal with anything that could potentially show that they're not in full and complete control. No, and so I agree. I think today, one other thing I want to get to and then and then uh, I'll let you respond too. I think they also understand America. They they knew and it looks like they were right that <laughs> our value will be money over freedom of speech or anything else. So as long as we respond that way, they're not losing money. They, they're gaining more leverage. They're going to say, okay, now when you come back, these are going to be the terms. And so I don't think they're losing money. I think this was a power play by them. They say, we yeah. know America is going to just sell out for the money. And we know that enough of these people care about making billions over this one little GM. So we're going to say, look, you get rid of this guy, make sure this never happens again. And I'll be willing to bet this show it doesn't happen again. Yeah, it's well, that's, interesting. That's, that's so, their gamble. What, 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 I mean, obviously, we got to see how this plays out, and we might come back for another discussion on this, depending on the next few weeks or months. I was going to say, I think that with, 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 with the point I was making earlier, we're on the same page, Jimmy. I think where the, we, we break on the opinion differences, my opinion would be that any authoritarian regime that has to knee-jerk react like that, to me, is a sign of long-term weakness. I understand short-term, they got to shut down dissent and all that. But I think that one of the greatness of America has been that, you know, it's kind of like, what, what was it that Teddy Roosevelt said? 
talk softly but walk with a big stick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, I don't know. If we, I don't know if we got that as a virtue anymore with this current administration. But to your point, the current administration leans more towards authoritarian, right? Which, so which that, is actually a good transition, uh, right? I mean, the, the point, and I want I want you to answer this too, Day, because I know you're all about Ukraine and what's going on there. I believe that's another example of what uh, this president did to show that, you know, American values are for sale by the president, too. You mm-hmm. know, he, he, you look at what he said to Ukraine, the president of Ukraine said, yeah, you know what? I will. I might give you a little bit of military aid, but only if you do this. And he's saying, like, you know, the fact is that probably makes Putin smile ear to ear, because if, if Ukraine's not getting that help, they're taking over that country even more and they're pushing back and they're pushing back against the values and things we believe in. And so it looks well, like America's for sale gonna, for, for, our, for our administration. Do you, what do you think about that? If you're going to ask me the question, uh, a stable genius um, who knows more about this than just generals, and I just can't do that. Um, but I, look, you're wait, 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 what's, what is the new term? He said my unmatched wisdom. What was it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, like this is but, in a tweet. I, I have to go find it again. To answer the question, obviously the answer is yes. That is a blatant. I mean, look, uh, that's what I was going to say that it was a perfect phone call. Even though the transcript did show that he said he wanted a favor. So obviously that was just blatant you're right and and it's interesting that i would say that example is is hugely blatant the 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 example i would think of though other than that one would be just our 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 relationship with saudi arabia i would say it's an overdrive right now as an example under this administration but let's peel it back for maybe 20 30 years then and don't get me going in this direction too long but obviously um um Saudi Arabia is the birthplace of Wahhabism, the the extreme version of Islam that led to Al-Qaeda. We know that 19 out of the 20 hijackers or whatever were from Saudi Arabia. We know Osama bin Laden's from Saudi Arabia. So somehow, again, it's the same thing. We've allowed this one country in the Middle East to stir up so much stuff around the world, all because of the petrodollar recycle effect and the need for oil and cheap oil. And as long as they keep buying our treasuries and allow us to stay in deficit spending, we're going to look the other way. So that's why I said I'm not going to get too far on that tangent because I won't be quiet. But if 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 we really want to look at it at a high level, it's a shame. But you're right. Our country has spoken a great word and something that we all want to aspire to in certain ways. And in other ways, it's all about the money. And maybe that's just kind of all of us as humans, or maybe that is something a little bit more unique to the nation as a whole. But um, yeah, you're right. We can't you deny know, that. America, well, it's not America. all Americans, it's though. I mean, it, it, it's, it's that there are enough Americans and they control enough switches, whether it be in the media Correct. or know how to manipulate uh, Americans who don't have any money to to say it's all about the money or to understand when I make when someone makes decisions that are all about the money. Um, you know, so it's not all like there are Americans who believe in America, the American concepts and the American ideals and the American framework. Um, you know, don't forget, you know, like the, there are, you know, more Americans who voted against Donald Trump than voted for Donald Trump. You Correct. know, so but the prevailing, you know, when you look at how decisions are made in our business communities and in large part in our political uh, arena, 
there is a lot of calculation going on as far as is, is what will be what will be the monetary payoff uh, or what somebody's going to do for me. Not necessarily. This, there's not a lot of John Kennedy asks not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. There's not a lot of that going on in our leadership and in our business communities. Well, and, I'll, and I'll one up you on that um, and, and take it to the direction of that's probably why we haven't seen much movement in climate change. Right. Because. Everybody that's in control of some system that probably has a negative effect on the climate right now does not want to get off their gravy train. And so it's another example of we all have enough evidence that climate change is probably going to derail humanity in a certain way that will be painful uh, over time. But no one wants to be the guy to say, I'm going to get up from my seat right now and take an L so that others can be better. And maybe well, I disagree with you there. Um, I think actually the, the root of that is that nobody, there, there aren't any solutions that people believe in. I think that people would be willing to get off their gravy yeah. train if they thought getting off their gravy train would help. I don't think, I think people think, oh, it's going to happen no matter what. You know, like we're yeah. screwed. So Let's I might as well just make all this money. You know, don't ask me to make a bunch of sacrifices if we're going to lose anyway, if we're going to, if it's going to. So I think that's more of the issue. Like, Definitely, I think your your the the concept is in people's minds, but I think more right. so it's a risk reward. Like, no, why I would I risk my stuff if, they, if what you're saying ain't gonna work anyway? But we're gonna have a separate conversation on climate change. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, and by yeah. the way, it was great and unmatched wisdom. Yes, no, and his right? great and unmatched wisdom. His if he great decides, great unmatched wisdom. Yeah, great. Like that's how we're making decisions on foreign policy now. Not based on what the generals say, not based on what the people on the ground say, the intelligence community. It's just the the the, the, the president's great and unmatched wisdom. But remember, yeah. we should, really we shouldn't be surprised, and definitely I don't want to get off tangent and make this 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 conversation all about about one person. But um, we shouldn't be surprised because he telegraphed all this during the 2016 campaign. He no, said, he did. And, and let me say a fair. Let me, no one believed him, but he said it. I know more about ISIS than the generals. Right, he, he said, did. He did. But let, <laughs> but but bringing it back to it to what we're talking about in the selling out of American values. We've done this for a long time. We've done, you know, we've chipped away with China and made little deals. Like you, you're able to do things like China was able to know all the trade secrets to all these companies. And suddenly the companies got upset when China started copying. Like, what did you think they were gonna do? You just think they were dumb? Like, this is how this works. And so mm -hmm. part of the reason why uh, Donald Trump got elected, there, there, there were many reasons, but I, I believe a central reason was he talked about going after China. There are real problems with China. There are real problems with China and a lot of our partners, but particularly China. And we, we, don't have a, we don't have a fair exchange in terms of how the work is done. And so workers are pissed and they should be. But you know, he's not really doing anything about it. And so we have to decide as America what our values are and if our values are more important than our money. And I'm talking about those who are in power because it's not gonna be regular Americans that are gonna profit. It's gonna be the few. And that's ironically why Donald Trump was elected for, for a lot of reasons. But I guess what people forgot is that he's one of the people that's been screwing you over for the last 30 years. He hires all of, well, all no, of his people. Remember, remember, he promised that he said he knows how people are being screwed over. He's oh, going to yeah. help. You know, yeah. like he's a con man. He kind of like, hey, I he know what's going on. He just doubled down man. on it. He doubled yeah. down, tripled down on it. But look, this is where we're at as America. If you want American values to move forward, uh, we have to be willing to fight for them. And that means that sometimes you, 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 you can't put money over principle. Because if you do, maybe freedom doesn't mean anything. Maybe, maybe we can just have a president now that can not only go after his political rivals, but maybe he can go after you. And maybe that's what we like. Maybe we might make more money that way. But is it more important to protect freedom of speech, freedom of religion, 
freedom of press, or is it more important to maybe make a little more money? I no, think that's you what got the wrong one, man. There's only one amendment that people will 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 uh, protect over all those things, and it's not freedom of speech. It's not freedom of religion. Yeah, it's, it's not, the right to bear arms. It's yeah. the <laughs> right to. You start screwing with the Second Amendment, people will say, "Oh no, we're willing to forego all the money." Like, yeah. like, we gotta protect. But if it comes down to unreasonable search and seizure or equal protection under the law, people are choosing their money. See, or but power. I, I mean, I think power is also a part of it, which is evidenced by, you know, when 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 Trump calls Ukraine and says, I want right dirt on my political rival, um, you know, in right. exchange for this money. Or when he calls China and says, hey, what do you guys know about, uh, you know, Biden? What do you guys know about Warren? Like, those are power plays, you know, meaning right. it's our, for, for power, we're also for sale too. You know, at least, yeah. again, not all of us, but our leadership, places in our leadership. I mean, it's known, Senate Intelligence Committee just the other day released their report saying russia's goal in 2016 was to sow discord what is it sow discord and erode public confidence in the government those were the goals of russia that's exactly what's going on right now yeah well it's not just russia doing that though you know sow discord send her back that's sowing discord like that's what we do we're all of that stuff you know we our values are to consolidate power right as evidenced by behavior you can you, you you go a long way in the wrong directions if you listen to what people say you have to watch what people do and watch That's what people That's all that matters. Nothing else matters you, but what they you do. You should see better than you hear or else you're always going to be fooled. But if you're talking so discord and you don't see send her back as serving Russia's interest, that's what Russia's trying to do, or or build distrust in the government, but and, and people out here talking deep state, like that's we are following Russia's playbook because we don't stay to our values. And because over here laughing about it. Yeah, because it's, it's not about us and our values. It's about us and our money or us and our power, at least in terms of the people who are most motivated to speak up and to vote. And until we can change that and get more people who are willing to speak up and to vote, who believe in the principles of the country, you know, things like freedom of speech, things like freedom of religion, and that the, 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 the state doesn't adopt one religion. And, you know, if, until we get more people that are willing to participate, because there are more people that believe in that stuff. But those people aren't the ones that are screaming at the, ho- at the top of their lungs at everything that goes on and that are willing to wait in line to vote. You know, and so at the end of the day, their interests get drowned out by the, by yeah. the vocal <clears throat> minority. Yep, that's how it works. Yeah, so. And I think one thing that a lot of us don't want to acknowledge that love America is that this has been American history since day one. Of course. Um, we have hmm. a great rhetoric and the Bill of Rights and the, the whole Constitution, all men are created equal, but everybody knows about slavery, all that. But there's a lot of other smaller, I won't call them smaller because a lot of people get, you know, are affected, but not as big topics as something like slavery that have happened in this country. Um, you know, whether we talk about women's suffrage, whether we talk about, um, even I would say this, I think one of the things I saw an interesting documentary years ago about Russia and America, kind of how we've been poking at each other since the Second World War. And they were making a case that one of the reasons why we kind of got integration by the late 60s, really, was because Russia was doing such a great propaganda job, both internally and externally in the United States. Again, showing our hubris mm-hmm. and, our, and our hypocrisy that, oh, Correct. America's acting like they freed the world in World War II and they're going around the world trying to change all these South American countries mm-hmm. and all Back in the and, days, and you, you don't know, even the, like black people. And, and, yeah, that works. <laughs> in their own country. No, and, and, yep. and, and, and look how they're treating black people. Exactly. And so I think, you know, that documentary is kind of alluding to, well, the United States powers that be, like in the government, were saying, you know what? It's true. These third world countries are starting to look at us saying, 
what do you mean you want to come in here and have us hire your companies and, and help us with oil fields and all these things and, and modernize us? You're not even treating your own people the right way. So it's it's something that our country has, has well, been to, through. Yeah. You have to balance it, though, because the values stated, you know, throughout our country's history, the values, the ideals, they've always been aspirational. Correct. You know, like there's they are the reason why since the beginning, progress hasn't been linear, but progress has been defined by Absolutely. leftward march. You know, yes. leftward march has been the progress. And and that's actually why you see, you know, like the conservatism evolve into reactionary, you know, like re- reactionaries, like we have to take things back to some other way that they work. Cause I can't live side by side with these black people. Or I can't live side by side with women who have equal rights to men, or I can't live with women who have re- control over their reproductive organs. Like, there are people in the, in the from a conservative mindset that these changes they they, because they can't accept them as status quo now they want to yeah. go back and that's because the ideals put in place set up the stage that as society evolved it would march towards a more free and more Absolutely. just society so we can't i, I think I, you have to be careful judging it too harsh at the beginning or even along the process because and it's our job to move the ball forward we're now it's you know, our I job do. eternal vigilance is, hey look eternal vigilance is the price of freedom we said because you can slip you can slip off really quickly and be right yeah. back at the beginning no. or further back and we're close right now or we're close and this yeah. is uh, this is an inflection moment in America and really in the world. So it's really important which way we go now. Uh, America and the world, I would say, is always at its best when America is closer to its ideals and not away from them. Yeah. Uh, and to close with what Langston Hughes said, you know, he said, Well, you Look, can't close yet, man. We, we, we talked about all this. So what should the NBA do? Or what, what, what do you think? Like, oh, well, obviously, you don't think, obviously, you don't think they should fire more. I forgot about that, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, we, we, talk, we started off like, we got to at least say, so you know, what, 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 what's the response here, you know, by the league, by the Rockets, you know, what is there, do you stand on principle or do you acquiesce and, and acquiesce? Maybe you have to fire Maury, you know, like that. What, what, what do you do? Well, if they, that's a, that's a really good question. I mean, if you fire Maury, you're going to have to pay him out a lot. I mean, so if you do you that, know, they fire GMs all the time though. Like that, yeah, I don't think but, the money is the, but they fire him for this. This is not, I mean, he would, yeah, he would, I don't think, yeah, you know, the would, problem with that is, is that, you're firing that would be a legal issue i think bigger than money like meaning you're firing a guy because another country got upset about something you said on social no, media No, you're firing him because he is is impaired your right to do your ability to do business well, let's put it way. this way maybe this this is room for guys like you smart lawyers drawing up new contracts for NBA that don't matter if you work for a company and you say something that causes your company to lose a billion dollar contract you don't think your job would potentially be on the line? Yeah, but particularly think, if they can uh, get the billion dollar contract back uh, if you're out. But yeah. I think that uh, one a good a good defense lawyer for him could argue that what he did that the the mundaneness of that tweet. No, I mean he, he went the money. That, that I don't think the NBA he cares, would get so. his and salary. He wouldn't he would, get. He wouldn't be fired yeah. for cause. Like he would get his money. I'm saying, do you fire him? Do you do you step up against China and say, look, you guys are wrong here. You know, we're justified. Or do you do something in the middle? That'll like, be interesting. We'll find out in a few weeks. No, I'm no, sure. This is a pickle. It's yeah. a pickle. But here's the thing. Like they made this deal a long time ago. They know the deal yeah. they've gotten into. So you know what China's terms are going to be. Uh, yeah. Now. I wouldn't take it back, but I just tell China, look, we just got to move forward here. I wouldn't take mm-hmm. anything back because for a few reasons, not only because the money, but once you show weakness, it's, I mean, yeah, they're going to get you on other stuff. So I don't I don't agree with giving in. I don't think they should. I don't think they should fire them. They should just say, look, we're not trying to tell you what to do with your country. 
By the way, I don't agree, but right now we're here to make we're actually here to make money. But mm -hmm. that's it. We're not going to we're not going to talk about this publicly about stuff, but we can't stop our fans and others from it. And I don't think this is the right move for both of us. We've been able to do well, and that's it. But I would not. I would not. I, I wouldn't have even have taken the tweet back because I just think they're going to try to push harder because this is what authoritarians do. If they if they yeah. sense weakness, yeah. they're going to keep pushing. So I wouldn't give them anything. You wouldn't get so now. I, I, I actually come in um, in an interesting place here. Like I would at least internally ask the question on calling them and see if this see if you can push them on a bluff. Because the thing China has to wrestle with here is like Tune they said, they got like 300 million basketball fans. And every, they all know, they've Agreed. seen it now. They know yeah. it. China can't lie. make the NBA disappear. I agree. Yeah. So the NBA actually is uniquely situated to be like, you know what? Screw you. You know, like we're going to double down on this. Now, whether you do that or not, I, I'm not going to say. I don't know if I have enough information to be saying, hey, you should double down and go like this. But the question should be asked. The analysis should be done on, hey, they may like we may take a, a short step back, but we may be able to bend them here. Yeah, I agree. You know, so I, I don't know. But what were you going to say to No, I was just going to say just also this is again, you know, me with my big high level the philosophy BS. <laughs> this is another this is another to Give me. Give it just, to us, Yoda. Go ahead. Yeah, fascinating example of how social media just has continued to disrupt kind of like just our lives and our culture over the last, let's say 10 to 15 years, because I thought about it after this happened, like, first of all, <laughs> my first thought was, first of all, what the hell are grown men that are GMs like this doing on Twitter? Like, you know, like nothing ever happens good in the long run with social Twitter media. Twitter is the old man's social so, media, so you should no, be on that. I'm just, I'm just making the joke that I'm tired <laughs> of all these people just out there always telling their 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 mindset on social media. Like, you know, it, it, it gets you in more in trouble. You see, Tunde, you're, you're uniquely situated but, there because you get paid to tell people your mindset. So you're <laughs> like, I'm not giving it away for free. Well, but then the other thing I thought of is, Going back to just the disruptive nature of the, where technology is globally is, you know, let's say 10 to 15 years plus in history, right? If, if prior to that time in all of human history, and let's just say in the last 30, 40 years prior to that with the NBA in the 80s or 90s, a GM just would have never had a chance to give his opinion about what he thought about what's going on in China. Probably A, because with iPad news feeds and all that. Maybe he wouldn't have been that that in tune with what's going on overseas because he wouldn't have just gotten the That's media. True. The world is more and, connected. Correct. The world is more connected in that way. The second thing is, I think if the guy ever was on camera getting interviewed, it would have been about his basketball team and the game at hand. So the ability for him. And to, well, just to add to that point, uh, and if he would have said this. They could have edited it out. Correct. Yeah. You know, and like it wouldn't. Have, exactly it would, it, the once filter. the tweet goes live, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And so there's no filter. He's able to get more information because of technology than maybe, you know, a basketball GM otherwise would have been maybe in tune with global affairs. And then the last piece is, is um, he can respond to things like this outside of his traditional exposure to media, which prior would have only been sports. Now he can get on Twitter. And like you said, Jimmy, with no filter by himself, he affected now billions of dollars worth of deals. And so that's kind of the thing I thought of, like, wow, this is another example of how social media is disrupting the world and just technology in general. And then I wonder, too, like or, you guys, or, or or just plain stupidity for sending out a tweet that you didn't think about. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, but, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. His, he had the, the it was just the, the inability to do this was here prior to this technology. So uh, and then the other thing is maybe this is the first time that seriously like a, like 
a guy in the front office of a sports team, not even like the main player or something like that that's, that's on TV and has the, has the publicity, might actually influence like a geopolitical trade deal. I think I'm sure the Chinese are going to try and use this when they're talking to Trump and the administration too. Like, hey, you know, you guys got, you know, all these people talking about this and trying to influence Hong Kong. Look at that. You know, they're probably going to call him a CIA plan. You know, like they'll probably go nuts trying to use this to their advantage. So it's like I was thinking, damn, one guy tweet, and this is going to upend a lot of people's days. Daryl Moore is a smart guy. I yeah, think this is. was intentional. Um, it was. And he took it. He, he deleted it right away. I think it was intentional. He knew what would happen. Like, I don't know if he knew the full extent, but I think that, I mean, remember, he goes to China, you know, annually or whatever. Houston's very important, very um, popular there. So yeah. he, he said at the time, because you know, of Yao friends Ming. there. Yes. And, yeah. And, and but look, but look, but look, big, look. Uh, he cannot back down. This is my opinion. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have backed down. Shouldn't have showed any type of equivocation because now they're sensing that they have the leverage, and so I just don't think that. I think, as you said, James, we have more leverage because look, I mean, they don't have LeBron over there. They don't have that. That, that, that doesn't exist, right? They they want to see LeBron. They want to see Giannis. They want to see those athletes. Believe me, I've seen it in China. That's what they want to see. That's what the people want. So we have more power, and our principals have more power, and we should, you know, extract that leverage as much as possible because. You know, I do believe in the principles of America, and the, and the closer we get to that, the better we are as Americans. Eternal vigilance is always the price of freedom. I'm Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. I'm Tunde Wilana. We'll see you next time. <laughs>